you have someone that's not part of the community and they're going off what you saw, what you said, they'll think they can treat people that type of way. You know what I mean? Versus how I've seen some kids treating a Dallas ISD or Fort Worth ISD that would never happen in Austin ISD or Frisco ISD because they know better, especially thinking because a person has a certain income or they live somewhere. And I think with, you know, just going back around, each space definitely needs to address those situations, but more so with people that are a part of their community and wants to see their community flourish. To another episode of Respect It to Check It. I'm your host, TJ, and as always, I got my man Red. What the business is. And we have a very special guest here. Yes, yeah. My man, Ron Murray. What's good with you, my brother? TJ Red, what's happening? Ron Murray on the Check In, Respect It or Check It podcast. Hey, once again, I appreciate y'all for having me back. Yes, sir. Man, appreciate you coming through, calling in, man. So what's been good with you, man? Man, you know what it is, Ron Murray, of course, you know, my my day trade, K104 Sports, you know, I'm on with DD in the morning, syndicated morning show, big shout out to Bay Bay, the afternoon turn up, shout out to Cat Daddy, you know, if you listen to K104, you definitely heard me, even on, uh, you know, uh, a few of the commercials and everything, but it's been good, you know, right now it's active, I cover high school sports too, so you got track going, baseball's going on right now, spring football, so man, I'm just trying to stay active, man. I love it, man. Yeah, that's what's up, man. You know, it's, it's been a minute, you know, since you came through and everything, and we're just glad to have you on here. Yeah, you know, we know you got a busy schedule. You're a busy man. You know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I, I appreciate y'all. Last time I talked, I was talking about how I went to uh, a Dunbar Eastern Hills game. I came out unscathed. It was a great time. <laughs> you know, it was cool. I loved it. Even though the game was at 10 a.m., hey, it was still great. Yeah, you yeah. Me? It was good. Yeah, you know, man, it, it's funny because sometimes I take my daughter to work, man, and uh, it, it's cool to have people that you know that that you proud of saying that, yeah, I know him. So when I hear you on the radio, I'll be like, yeah, I know him. So that's that's I pretty dope, that. man. That's dope. You know, some 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 of my friends, man, I, I can't introduce them or say I know them. They they <laughs> still in the streets, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they still out here bad, you know. Man, that's one of them. Yeah, I know of that person. I don't know that person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I knew him. I don't know. Him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can say I know Ron Murray because you know yeah. you're, you're a good role model it. in these streets. I appreciate it. I, everywhere I go, I try to do that because especially be around these young people, I always try to you know, sow positive seeds, even if that may not be their route right now. So I can always leave, you know, a good impression on them wherever I go, man, most definitely. So I appreciate that. I don't, I don't take statements like that lightly. Yeah. And that's needed, though. You know, a lot of people, we, we, uh, they don't really care. You know, we all, I mean, I grew up with this thing, like, you know, uh, if it ain't on my front door, then I ain't really paying attention. So mm-hmm. it's good to have mm-hmm. people that's, you know, uh, looking out for, cheering that's not theirs especially right yeah and and what's so crazy is that the you know you got some of these kids and, I, and i'm not knocking nobody parenting because i don't have children of my own but you see more and more of these kids that are raising themselves you know yeah. what i mean to where it's like they do have parents but it's almost their absentee and you got kids that are just you know you it's almost lord of the flies perspective when you got a lot of these kids raising themselves and sadly if, if there's no one there to help them you know, they can be doomed for destruction. So if I can just even help a kid a little bit, you know, hey, I, I feel I've definitely left some type of impact. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, and it's, it's definitely needed too, man, because, you know, uh, 
as they say, it take a village. You know what I'm saying? And, and facts. And back to what Ray was saying, just to for it to not even be your kids, and you still out here trying to be a positive influence, and you know, a role model to a degree, like that that stuff matters. You know what I'm saying? That's not something that you can take lightly. And I'm I'm just glad that we got people like you out here that are willing to do it. stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't have a lot of uh, role models and stuff for these children. Right. I appreciate that most definitely. Yeah. Man, it has been a minute. It's been a minute for us too, man. This is our first day back since uh yeah, a, a, a minute. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 defines a minute though? Like what is a minute? Cuz you know what I'm saying? You hear that all the time like people be like, "Oh yeah, I ain't see you in a minute. I ain't hear from you in a minute." Like Nah, what, for real. What is it? I I I think with with that with me, a minute to me it's kind of especially like I think it starts from being from the south, because a minute is one of those things like down the road. It yeah. could be like, "Hey, where you at, man? I'm down the road," and it's like down the road be Everman, and I'm like, "Hold on, I'm I'm in Dallas." Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, so like a minute, it's like, man, it's been a minute. A minute could be a decade, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, then, yeah. what's what's a cool minute and what's a hot minute? Then? Yeah, see, oh, like, hey. now there's layers to it. You feel me? Like, which one is longer, cool minute or a hot minute? I think a cool minute on the cool. You say they be like, yeah, I ain't seen you in a cool little minute. Like, that mean a little, that's a long time. To me, you say that, it, it got to be some years or something. Oh, yeah, heck yeah. Like, cool minute is like, oh, man, I, man, we used to go to youth center in elementary school, and now we in college. Like, yeah, it's been, it's been. It's been cool minute. Hot minute be, is one of those things like, hey, hot minute to me is like, there's always something connected. Like we may have had a partnership or dealing with or whatever, then someone go ghost and it's like, it's been a hot minute. What's going on? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You know, hey, it, it, it's more of a surprise. Like you go ghost on your boy while cool is like, hey, I can respect the cool minute. Hey, life happens. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that cool minute may be, hey, I, I had a kid. 18 years, I had to get, make sure they graduated. So that could be a cool minute, but it's life, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You got to be from the yeah. South, you know what I'm saying, yeah. to understand that. Yeah. Nah, most definitely, man. Like, I don't know. I, I, with that that hot minute, that cool minute, I feel like with the hot minute, though, like, that's like if, you know, you go somewhere, you be like, yeah, I ain't going to be there. I was just there for a hot little minute. You know what I'm saying? Like something real, real quick in and out. Like you said, like it is kind of on some like ghosting. Like, yeah, I, you know, I just went in there and said what's up for a hot little minute and I dipped out. Yeah. Like, okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. Like, but that's just how I think on it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Nah, I hear you. So, like, um, you know, man, it's it's been... A lot of stuff going on lately. Uh, I don't know if you've been too into, like, you know, just what's been really happening out here, but it kind of goes back to when we was talking about, like, the kids and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it was this story that I ran across where uh, these three high school seniors, um, they, like, were on a bridge, and they was, like, be throwing rocks at, like, the passing cars. And oh, man. They actually uh, – Three of them, they they killed a young woman uh, while she was driving. Mm. And I mean, man, they it, it was really crazy because like not only did they do it, but they took like pictures afterwards. Like they went there and like took pictures of the of the scene of what they did and like was like laughing about it what, and joking around. What, wait a minute, they hit they hit her with a rock or something? Yeah, like so while she was driving, mm-hmm. like they threw a rock and it hit her windshield. Wow, and it 
it, it was so bad that they were saying the the police were saying it was like blood on the rock. You know what I'm saying? Oh wow. man. And yeah, they they like took pictures of it. You know what I'm saying? Esmond Lee was like, oh no. Nah. Like the lady was like, yeah, no, nah, we gotta take pictures of this. The kids? Yeah. Of like a uh memento. <laughs> wow. Wow, cloudy boy, cloud, cloud era. Man, that's crazy. I, I know they getting uh tried as adults. Oh yeah, and they eighteen. Like I'll um like Oh I said, yeah. They they high school I mean they uh they seniors, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, they they getting tried as adults right now. Oh yeah, nah, man. Man, when I hear stories like that, especially, and, and this just, so this past week, I was at a career day, and, you know, there was some of the kids, and it's like, and it's not saying, like, the the story kind of connects to, to my experience, but when I hear, like, you know, seniors in high school, especially when it's the spring, because I don't know about y'all, but I know my, my spring, the spring of my senior year of high school, no, I wasn't doing nothing. Like, let's keep it a buck. We just ready to get out of school. Right, From January right. to graduation. There ain't nothing going on unless, like, you going to college early. Yeah. So with that, think about you a kid. It's your senior year. You're not even doing anything in school. Your activities are over with. So at that point, you're almost like a ship with no – you're a rudderless ship. You know what I mean? And then you throw in the pact of what social media does and all the crazy things that – like, like, for instance, like, doing the momento part of it all, to me, it, it's like it's, it's the cloud era that we have right now. So it always makes me think, like, what things could be put in place to keep these kids, you know, more active and doing things versus not not saying kids aren't going to do stupid stuff is going to happen. But when some kids don't have that organization, that structure from even an after school activity, then it could lead to things like that. Like, you know, I see it all the time with sports to where I'll see these kids, you know, locked in from August to December. They locked into football. But once they team get knocked out of the playoffs, they team start losing, they go to the streets. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's almost like night and day. You know, this this three-star baller, team be terrible. But now, team out the playoffs, you know, coach is not interacting with them, not going to go work out. You a senior, so it's like, what other devices do you have at your, you know, disposal? And like I said, bringing it back around to the career fair, you know, these kids, they, they're just looking for something to do. So I think a lot of activities have to be involved. And just really have to watch these kids nowadays because this phone is leading to, you know, dumb decisions like that. Those kids didn't have to do that one bit. They should have stayed in bed. But now, you know, so many lives have been affected because of the goofy stuff they wanted to do. My bad for going too long about nah, that. Yeah, that, that, was, that was good, man. You, you know, to piggyback off what you said, you know, uh, idle mind is a devil's workshop anyway. Mm-hmm. So Facts, you got, yes. You ain't got nothing to do then. You gonna get into some trouble. I know I did. Nah, for real. Yeah, <laughs> I know I did. I stayed. Wait, what'd you trouble. say? NBA Live? What'd you say? NBA Live? King of the Hill or or what? Jerry you say? Spring what, what? and uh, The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that got me through high school, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, I got a question for you, for y'all though. Uh, do y'all believe in karma? Yeah, I do. What about you, Ron? No, nah, I definitely believe in karma. And to me, I also believe that karma may not catch you now, but it can catch your next generation. Like, and I'm not, and I'm not one big on like curses and all that stuff, but I believe in, um, what's the word I can say it? Uh, you know, every family and group of people have their thing, you know, it, it doesn't matter. And so along with that, there could be things that, you know, each family, you know, goes to the next generation. And I believe the same thing 
that links with karma because if you're doing people wrong and you could have success and not have no problems in life but that doesn't mean that that karma won't catch your kids mm. you know what i mean and I, I i do but yes bringing it back around i i do believe in karma most definitely yeah i'm i'm kind of in the same boat to a degree um i believe karma is real um just because i feel like that's that's kind of like the the nature of like you know just like law you know what i'm saying because you can't be out here doing said things like negative things or bad things and then expect for good things to continue to happen you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. now granted life happens a lot of stuff ain't always karma but mm-hmm. you know certain certain people or certain situations like um for example with that whole thing that happened a while back with uh six nine like him getting mm-hmm. jumped like i didn't i'm not condoning him getting jumped but yeah. like that's kind of like your karma you know what i'm saying you out here being negative and you know what I'm saying doing all these things and stuff and then when something bad happens to you, you can't be looking like, oh, where did this come from? Like, bro, you you put yourself in that position. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely do believe in karma. Um, it, it's I think it's real. And I think that's a great point. And and to me, even the six nine situation, when I think about it, I think the the six nine situation is totally full of karma. So let's think about before we even knew who six nine was. And I guess the group of whoever they were, they already knew that 6ix9ine wasn't like them. But what they decided to do, they bring him into their fold, make him a rapper. You know, pretty much, I, I feel like this. You know, the man wasn't like y'all. So y'all should have just let him be a rapper. Y'all shouldn't have let him put him down to what y'all were a part of. But they did that. And the karma of that came from he told on all of them. Mm-hmm. And the lesson there is, you can't bring someone into the fold that's not cut from the same cloth as you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then, of course, the karma keeps going to, to the point like, okay, he's told on these people. Now he's running away. But then at the same time, I don't know if it's karma, but more so just, you know, the clout part. Because last time I checked, George Zimmerman still running around making money off of Trayvon Martin in exactly. Florida. He ain't had no karma yet. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So, like, you know, not that. Like whatever's happening to six nine don't matter in the grand scheme versus like there's other karma field things that that should happen. But yeah, the six nine thing, I think that's that's karma encompassed right there, most definitely. Yeah, and I I, I agree with y'all, but at the same time, I don't really believe in karma, man. Now I do believe okay. in uh curses and blessings and, and 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 energy and stuff like that. The reason why I really don't believe in karma because I don't think. Uh, a bad decision will get you karma, and I and also, uh, I don't believe that I can believe in God and karma at the same time. Mm, that's just talk. me. Okay. That, that, that's just me. Oh, you know, what I'm I feel that. I hear you. Because, yeah. uh, what type of karma does a school shooter get? You feel me? <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. Uh, yeah. Or let's go to uh, Emmett Till, the lady that uh, had Emmett Till killed. Uh, she mm-hmm. lived to be eighty. She died from cancer. I don't consider dying from cancer at eighty, karma. Right. You know what I'm saying? But uh, Takashi, y'all brought up Takashi. I feel like that's the energy you put out there, and that that's why I feel like that type of stuff. Like you put out this energy that I'm a I'm a gangster. I'm I'm this uh thug and that stuff. That, then it's gonna you know whatever you know right, what I'm saying. Right. But but right you can get your issue but yeah exactly but when it comes to karma i feel like that's decisions decision making you know what i'm saying like let's say me for example i lived a a bad life when i was younger you know what i'm saying 
and let's say I repent to God, I do this, I turn my life around. So does that mean I still gotta get it? You know what I mean? Nah, I, I yeah. I feel that. Now, that's what I'm saying. Like if I if I repent to God and I don't do none of that stuff I used to do, and then I'm still gonna get this karma. But you let the lady that killed Emmett Till, it's it's, it's yeah. That's why I don't really believe in it. That's, but I, I don't tell I, people that you shouldn't believe in karma. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? That's I mean that's that's a great point. Like a lot of stuff. Because I guess um, at the, in the same token, like, if we doing, like, if we going that route, you can say stuff like, yeah, okay, like, the kids or, you know what I'm saying, the kids and the teachers that get harmed in these school shootings, like, what was they karma? You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. Right, right. So, like, I definitely do understand that. Um, I guess, like, with karma with me, it is kind of like a decision. It is like decision making. You know what I'm saying? Like. I just feel I and maybe because I don't know the true definition of karma, but like in my mind, my definition was you know you putting out bad energy, bad uh, bad energy gonna come back to you. You know what I'm saying? So like I thought that that would be like your karma because like I feel like karma ain't always bad. Like you can have good karma too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like good karma, you know, you doing good things, you doing you doing what you're supposed to do, and good things gonna come back to you. It's just not a time limit on it. I think a lot of people like put time limit on their karma. True, true. Now that's that's an excellent point into what Red brought up. I think that's a you know great conversation and contrast where it's like if you are a believer, can you believe in you know curses? You know, can you believe in karma? Because I know one of the things I say is like luck. I feel when people say, "Hey, that's lucky," or "Do you believe in luck?" Like that's so disrespectful, you know, because it's like so instead of believing the talent or the skill or the work I put in, you want to try to put on me that the way I was able to achieve this level of success was because of luck. I, I've always taken that as a as a sign of disrespect. Mm-hmm. Not saying that you don't need opportunistic situations, but at the same time, it's like, oh, you needed luck. Even if I throw a basketball and make a full court shot, hey, it was supposed to happen that day, so it don't need to be luck. You get right, what I right. mean? So luck is kind of one of those things I thought about. And I just wanted to throw that out there because, of course, like when you're a believer, but then, you know, energy, vibes and all these other things, where does that play a role in to, you know, can you really believe in both without it really being some type of conflict and really, you know, the level of spirituality you have with yourself? Mm. I'm the same way when it comes to luck. Like I don't I don't believe in luck either. Like Mm -hmm. it's kind of disrespectful to God, like. To say uh, good luck or bad luck, I believe in uh, blessings and curses. Mm. But I don't, mm. I don't, I don't like I say again. When, when a person says something like good luck or something, I don't be like, ah, I don't believe in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just know yeah. we we conditioned to say stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So correct. Yeah. Yes. Right. Like I don't, I don't go OD on someone either. Like that. Like you're like, what do you mean good luck? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's, what's good about it? You know what I'm saying? What's yeah. lucky about it? Like, what you talking down right now? Yeah, yeah I'm not. <laughs> you don't think I, this is skill? Do you don't think that you don't think this is hard work and dedication? Like, hey, that's that, funny. hey, hey, hey! <laughs> y'all just see like the last dance with Michael Jordan? Oh, he don't wish me good luck. Watch what happens tonight. Yeah. You know, like now it lives in your head, not a personal enemy, and it's like for real, you know. But, but because the only time I like. Like, but of course, you can always tell in conversation when it's to your point, a general conversation versus like underlying like hate, animosity, 
friction and it don't even got to be personal because someone can see where you're at in your life and they just really can't even fathom in their brain how you're able to execute that, especially when they have an idea of who you are in their brain that's not really associated with who you are, if that makes sense. Right, right. And I know I had brought up the, uh, like, what kind of karma does a school shooter get? Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's that was my next question. It's like, all right, so right now we done seen, man, a bunch of school shootings. Not only school shootings, man. We just seen it. We just... A lot of situations, yeah, gun violence. Uh, how do we protect the children now? Man, that is that is such a good question. And of course, y'all know I'm in so many of these schools. It's it's one of those things where, and the, and I think the question gets even harder since COVID because now these kids aren't conditioned to be in the classroom like they were at one point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like now they have so much more access to more information. It's to the point of every day you just got to hope nothing happens because you can't stop every situation unless you look at, all right, we're going to have metal detectors at every, you know, at every place. DeSoto ISD, they just banned backpacks from their schools, Damn. you know. Oh, wow. So, I yeah, they like the back end of this uh, <laughs> this school semester, they're, they're banning backpacks because it's just gotten so bad. And to me, it's crazy because when people hear DeSoto, you know, affluent black people there, all of that, you know, a high level of living in, they have those issues. So it's not like issues can't happen anywhere, but I think it's just one of those questions where it's almost, you just got to be ready for whatever, even with, uh, you know, the Mansfield Timberview situation. There's no way no one could have stopped that where boy, boy get whooped in the classroom, then he leave and come back with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's yeah. premeditated. Because if someone got something on their mind and they're at their space, you can't stop. And and I and and I I'm not trying to. All right, I'm not gonna say what I want to say because someone's gonna take it. You can't stop someone who's on a mission to do something that they're gonna do. Right. You know. So it's it's one of those things. And I I give credit to to a lot of these teachers, but they got to stop letting these kids fight in the classroom too. Because I don't I don't think that helps what's what's going on at all with. But but yeah, it's it's something that man that's it's a fluid it's a fluid answer i think if that makes sense no yeah it is what you think i don't know man like at this point you just gotta put your kid um take him out to somewhere where it's a lot of land you know what i'm saying like yeah you gotta go old school like on some pilgrim shit because like at this point it's nothing I, well, I ain't gonna say nothing but it's really hard to say like what to do to protect your child because these things happen everywhere. Like, it don't mm-hmm. just be happening at school. It be happening at the mall. Like, it can happen at the store. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, anywhere. It can happen in a, a footlocker. Like, these things can happen yes. at any point. So, it's like, mm-hmm. what what can you really do? Like, mm-hmm. you can't be around your kid 24-7. You know what I'm saying? You, you basically got to lock your kid up or something. Or, like, prepare them for everything. Like, that's crazy. Like, to have to... Tell your seven-year-old child, like, all right, if someone comes in here with a gun, this is what you're supposed to do. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, to traumatize your kid, because now your kid out here walking around thinking that everybody got a gun on them. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yeah, well, you mm-hmm. know, that, that might not be a bad idea. I mean, I know <clears throat> it's not bad, but, like, at the same time, it's like, yeah, that's traumatic. A kid ain't supposed to be thinking about getting shot at seven years old. True, true, true. 
True. Yes. And, uh, and Ron, you uh, brought up something, uh, and you said something about the metal detectors and stuff like that. That might not be a bad idea. It might not be a bad idea to have uh, reinforced uh, uh, doors or uh, glass door, bulletproof glass doors or something. You know what I'm saying? It it, it mm-hmm. wouldn't be a bad idea if you paid these teachers a little more. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And, and mm-hmm. No, I, I totally agree, man. <laughs> It's, it's crazy you brought that up because to your point, like the whole metal detectors and then that becomes a, it, it becomes a, a, I guess you can say a social conversation because, and I'll just be transparent because I'm out there boots on the ground with it. There'll be some schools that they'll think like the schools that you think need the metal detectors aren't necessarily the ones that need the metal detectors because of course when people are in a certain area they're like oh all this happens when in reality mm-hmm. these nice suburbs y'all think mm-hmm. I'll things ain't say, happening bro. just keep it a book yeah because I, I just don't want people to feel away because yeah. i've been some places where hey I'm, I'm feeling comfy versus some of these suburbs is the place you got to kind of have you know your high beams on in a way and i just need like general lights not like other stuff just in case people listening and so then that narrative gets painted so then the argument would be hey like for instance i don't think anyone expected that would have happened at mansfield timberview just due to the fact it's mansfield timberview arlington isd a nicer place and then they put you know the metal detectors and all these other places then of course a place and let's just throw it out there like uh a prosper there'll probably never be metal detectors at a Prosper ISD, but at the same time, we don't know if anything could happen at all. You know, so, you know, that'd get tricky, but to the point that you had in regards to, um, oh man, it just totally slipped my mind. And I apologize if I'm rambling or going too much. This is like, just nah, totally nah, great. No, nah, nah, do your thing. <laughs> nah, most definitely. But, um, you know, the teacher part of it, I believe we need to start paying teachers more when we get better teachers because, a lot of the teachers that I know, that there are people that go to college to be an educator or go get, you know, learn to go teach in the classroom. But at the same time, I know people that it's so easy to be a teacher now, they fall into the classroom. I'm not going to say the school district, but at one time I was a, you know, I used to volunteer in this school district. And it was a teacher that used to let them fight in the classroom. Mm. But his point to doing that was these kids come from this certain neighborhood and they don't have time to do constructive thinking. So he used to let them rock out into the classroom. And now you see that happening now. So with that, it's we need better teachers in these classrooms so they can get that money. But since COVID, if I can get eighty, ninety thousand dollars sitting in front of a computer, I'm not about to go get sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year and I gotta worry about I gotta fight twenty year old Tony that's still in eleventh grade. You know, we definitely have to find a, a better situation for them. All right, let me ask you. We know, that. hey, we went to school with a 20-year-old Tony, no, Tony a, in the 11th that's, grade. That's we all fact. know him. Tyrone or something. Yeah, that's a fact. Exactly. Yeah, they there they're there because it's court ordered. Yeah. And they just looking to get it rocking, you but, know. But let me ask you this, though. Do you think we don't have better teachers because they they don't feel safe and they're not getting paid what they deserve? Like, if, if, Both, if, if that I agree. was fixed, if that was fixed... Do you think we'll have better teachers? Oh, mo- most definitely, because now, and in, into the you know what y'all were speaking about earlier, we're we're a society that's that's based on fear, and especially being in Texas, Texas is already a gun state, but now that we're scared about everything, now people who may not need weapons are carrying weapons out of fear. 
You know what I mean? And anybody who goes to work, the last thing you want to worry about is, am I going to see the king today? Right. You know, we, we're not trying to have that when we're going to work. So, yeah, if we're able to put more money into these schools, along with the fact of finding more people that are competent, because I've walked to some places, I'm like, bro, I went to school with you. I, I kicked it with you after school. How they let you around anybody, kids? Man. You know, some of these people, it's like, you know, and, and, and I'm not saying nobody can change, but. <laughs> let's be you, real. You, 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 exactly. Let's exactly. be real. Let, let's be real. <laughs> it's like, man, how, how you get in here, man? <laughs> I know a couple of Keisha's. I'm just like, hey, you a teacher? Hey, my, my child would never. <laughs> what school you at again? All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I was crazy, man. Uh, TJ, you said something too. You was like, it happens everywhere. But I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Only in America, it seems like. Yeah. When you think about it, most of this this type of stuff happens in America. It's like we don't see all these uh, school shootings. Or even, not even school shootings, we don't see mass shootings like that across mm-hmm. the world. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think so far, bro, we just up under 100 for the year of mass shootings. I mean 300, up under 300. 300? Yeah, we we, we can... north of 250. Damn. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, for the year. For the year. Bro, it's only, what, May? Yeah, not even yet. Like, but we are already over 250 mad shootings. And that's, the, and that's the ones we know. And those are the ones we know. Because think about how big this country is and all the crime that happens and what really hits the news. True. So like mm-hmm. that that's just what we know, but but those numbers, that's that's crazy. You know. True. And and while we at it, we gotta protect the vets, the, the children, the teachers, and the vets. Yeah. Yes. No, I, I totally I totally agree. And it's like it all comes together because and 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 I'm not trying to knock DeSoto ISD because I think it's a great district. I know so many great people there. We've worked together and I appreciate them. But I don't know if y'all remember the viral video where, you know, old head, you know, grandpa, he probably there just trying to co- collect his check, you know, getting his retirement, want to go back. And like the kids were so crazy that the one of them, they, they threw, they, you know, they threw a chair at them. It was crazy. Damn. So, you know, so to your point, protecting the vets, protecting the children, and then even protecting education, because when these things go viral and, and really socially, when school shootings are happening, they're usually at certain places versus when brawls happen, they happen in certain places. Then that kind of gets to the point where, you know, you have to definitely know what each school district's issues are, then handle each one accordingly. Because what's happening in Fort Worth ISD, I guarantee you, and Grand Prairie ISD, they definitely have their own different issues, right. but issues right. nonetheless, if that makes sense. Right, right. I agree with that. Yeah. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. I just think we just need to uh, do more, you know. Even even if uh, I don't know where they'll find the money, but I'm pretty sure they can find the money to to put into some of these schools, and not the schools like you said that that people would think would be doing this. I'm gonna be real with you, Ron. You don't want to say it, but typically it's it, it, it's the white schools. 
<laughs> nah, for real. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna keep it real. Like, like, like when it comes to like you know the black hoods and stuff like that, I, I know the the issues are a little different. That yeah. We gotta worry about you know yeah you might have to worry about the 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 drug dealing and and, and something like that you know. But it's it's no, also the community even, though. No, because even in the white schools they be yeah, true, they that's drugs just different, be different. Yeah, yeah. but but. But what I'm what I'm talking about is like the community though, you know, like the outside, what yeah. you see, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Like even mm-hmm. where, like where I stay at, when I go to Walmart and stuff, it's so nice. You know what I'm saying? It's no trash, it's this like that. So it's like a certain type of people. But when you come to the hood, it, it looks a certain way. And then you expect for the school in that same community to have bulletproof doors and the teachers wearing vests and <laughs> You know, dogs and now this type of stuff. Yeah. Hey, and and I'm oh my bad. I'm sorry to cut you off because that that just kind of triggered some in me because all right, we don't we don't put a we don't put a name on it because of course some of these white school districts and then some of these black school districts to to the point that there should be certain order that isn't necessarily put there because what I hate is. You know, just with, with some of these school districts with predominantly black and brown kids, they think they got to be overly militarized. They think they got to talk to kids a certain way. And I feel like how they're treated needs to be checked as well, because when you have someone that's not part of the community and they're going off what you saw, what you said, they'll think they can treat people that type of way. Right. You know what I mean? Versus how I've seen some kids treating a Dallas ISD or Fort Worth ISD that would never happen in Alton ISD or Frisco ISD because they know better especially thinking because a person has a certain income or they live somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think with, you know, just going back around, each space definitely needs to address those situations, but more so with people that are all part of their community and wants to see their community flourish. Because I'll just be honest, I don't care for some of these teachers that go teach in hood schools just to say they got stripes to go get, you know, another promotion. And I know, I know a few of them. I, I go coach at Poly just so I can hope I can get a job at Frisco to say that I've worked in a cautious environment. You know, it's like you were never there for the kids. And I'm not trying to say that, you know, you can't, you know, do what you're supposed to do to get another job. But I think even hiring those type of people, you need to bring in those people that want to make things better for when they leave. They can say, hey, I know when I came in here, I did better for the children. I did better for the community. I did better for the parents. Because at the end of the day, the kids are always going to be there. And the teachers, the coaches, and parents, they're going to always move around at the end of the day. Facts, facts. Yeah, and, and not only that, like, it's – when you bring in those type of teachers, like, it's it's still going – some of them are still going to want the money. And it's, like, understandable. You know, like, I remember seeing right. certain teachers that, um, I mean – they liked us, but they you can tell they wasn't really here. You know what I'm saying? They just here to pick up a check. Which oh, at the end of the day it's understandable. It's 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 money, you know what I'm saying? It's a check. Right. But they didn't care to like get to know the kids, you know what I'm saying? And because when you have when you're able to like get the kids to come to like the teacher and stuff and talk to them, because they see them low key more than they see their parents. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. So when they um you know get to talk to them and they build their relationship and everything, it'll um it can like ease certain situations. Like a teacher can like see a situation coming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. For those kids that might be ready to shoot something up or something because they they might be getting bullied and things like that. Like you supposed to be able to talk to those teachers and a lot of, we don't have a lot of those teachers. They just be in there 
you know, for the hell of it, really. Yeah, we uh, I guess in in a, in a, in parents' mind, the teacher is supposed to be like an extension of ourselves, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to mm-hmm. school. You know, but at the same time, we we putting too much on these teachers. You know, what I'm saying to be a parent uh, outside of the house. You know, we want them to be us, but we don't even do half the stuff <laughs> that we supposed to do with our yeah. children. But that's another topic. Uh, but yeah, man, we we just gotta find ways to uh, take care of these children, man, especially these children, man, because you know uh, I know parents with a. Uh, Parental paranoia right now, boy. <laughs> you know, oh, I it, bet. Yeah, man, it's just nerve wracking. Yeah, yeah. Nah, and I, I do got a question for y'all too, because y'all okay. both got kids, right? No, nah, I do. I, I don't. Oh, okay. All right. So, so the question still apply, man. How do y'all feel about you know a lot of these states and the, well, the country's already going into it, but even some of these states, as far as like limiting and restricting the social media use, especially for you know different age limits and you see even some of these government you know agencies out here like they're banning tiktoks even on phones Mm -hmm. so what do y'all think about that you know just really uh, to me i i say it's really caging off social media use especially for the youth and even for some adults and really america what y'all think about that me i i i think social media should be like uh what's what's the what's the chicken spot man that closed on sundays Chick-fil-A? Yeah, I think social media should be like that, man. <laughs> Low-key. Yeah. I think it should be like that, man. You know, I think it should shut down uh, for a whole day or something. Damn. Yeah, oh, especially when it comes to kids. Like, with mine, man, you you, you got a time limit. You got to get off at a certain time. And, yeah, you got to take care of your business, too. Even my, with myself. I have this rule now. I, it was a point where, man, I used to get on social media. I wake up in the middle of the night. I got to look on my way to the bathroom. So I'm looking, checking, seeing what's going down. But now I made this rule, man. I don't even touch no social media until like, you know, two or three o'clock. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And still, I still don't be on there doing what I used to do. It's on there, you know, I'm, I still get on there and do whatever and, and, and hop right off. I don't be on there no more. Because that, if you go to your phone and your settings and you look how much hours you put into these social media and all of those stuff, boy, you'll be sick. Nah, for real. Yeah. Yeah, nah, I, I definitely think that, like, with that social media stuff, I'm cool with it. I don't, one, I mean, but for, like, a couple of reasons. One, I don't really care about, I mean, TikTok is cool, but, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like to me, it's, it's too many apps, man. I I can't be keep keeping up with all these apps that they be making. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> too much going on. Nah, for real. Like, dang. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with it because we're finally being honest with ourselves. Like, you know what I'm saying? We like walking in like certain. Everybody's understanding that uh, social media is a problem. Like it's becoming a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Because you giving so much access, like, to everyone. Anybody can look up whatever they want to. Like from your granny to you know what I'm saying, your baby. Everybody can get on uh, the phone. Yeah. And use social media in some kind of way. So. Yeah, when they starting to ban TikTok, I feel like that's in the right move. I feel like it's on some other stuff too, though. But 
I mean, I ain't gonna really go there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go down the rack. Yeah, that, that's like, another. That's that's another. Hey, another show for another day, right? Yeah, there. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, dude. Though I I do use TikTok sometimes, like when I'm going on vacation or something. Like when we went to Cali, I uh, got on TikTok before we got there just to see what type of restaurants and. And, and oh yeah yeah yeah. no i was meaning like making tiktoks and all that shit like oh, I don't, yeah, you know no, what i'm no. saying like i don't i get yeah. on it for you know what i'm saying little stuff but i don't really yeah care but about w- it. once i got back to the crib yeah tiktok gone yeah you know what i'm saying oh, that's the only reason i use it you know look up restaurants and things to do mm-hmm. in other states and stuff yeah and it's like social media to me i believe it's the prime example of it could be the best of things and it could be the worst of things at the same time. And you really have to, with social media, find that space, especially even with just like the algorithm and what comes up because, you know, it's been studied. The likes, the clicks, the shares, you see something you like, that dopamine, it's, you know, it releases in your brain because it's something, you know, that you like. So, you know, all of that and how it can really control people, that really has to be assessed in with social media being such a thing, I wonder what's gonna be the next thing because I'm for sure when folks had, and I know I'm aging myself a little bit here, Black Planet and MySpace and all those, I'm for sure no one thought social media would be the beast that it is right now, you know? Man, nah, not at all. All Is Black Mm. Planet still around? I don't know, but I heard a Black Planet in a minute. (laughs) I might make. I might find out to see and make a Black Planet page. We about to find out. I we know. might find out this weekend. I know. I think MySpace still still got their page. Oh, for real? Yeah, I think. I think some people you can still go in there and see your your old page. Yo, shout out to all the folks that had the Black Planet page that knew knew how to do like the shimmery, glimmery names and all that coding. Man, shout out to them. I used to have some the of, music yeah, and, the, some, and the colors yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey, and salute to them because. People don't want to give them credit, but that's really the early era of coding. <laughs> like I know people that yeah. have like mm-hmm. real legit jobs, and their first learning of coding was MySpace and Black Planet. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, sh- shout out to them. Yeah, I remember that man. I used to have a nice little old page, man. Like, <laughs> you had a nice little old page. Yeah, man, my page was lit, man. man <laughs> like top eight now that old stuff. <laughs> yeah, just, hey, hey, I had like the car in the background, like. Oh, <laughs> it was cold. <laughs> yeah, that was lit. Yeah, hey, now I'm gonna try to find my MySpace. <laughs> hey, that my, what, hey, what? What was the MySpace top eight, top ten? Folks used to go to war over those spots. Nah, man. for yeah. real. Hey, real. you take that person off, boy. You, re- <laughs> you get replaced, boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa! What's going on? Yeah. What's going on? That's how you feel. Hey, that, <laughs> that was social media beef before. All, yeah. That was the first social media beef if you think about it. That, and that's how you let a girl know you was mad at her. Yeah, nah, free. <laughs> Oh yeah, they must ain't together no more. She ain't in this top eight. <laughs> That's funny. But uh, I got a question for y'all. So, do you think um, in a situation where uh, you're finna get married, you know what I'm saying, y'all fiancés and everything, you got a fiance, and y'all finna get a house, is it the man's responsibility to get the house? Like, Ron, we're gonna let you answer this one first. I I feel um 
I, I this is how I feel, and it and this is um what I learned being married. You know, it's always best to mind your damn business, especially with your own marriage. You know what I mean? So if a a big money dog got it to drop that bread on the house, salute. But hey, I know if I I, I know I would not want. Maybe if I had it, but I feel if that's the arrangement, I get it. But, you know, you can't go into it being no surprise. That's why I tell everyone, when you go into any part of a marriage, you know, you're not going to know everything that's about to happen. But what you know in front of you, you got to let it know. Like, if you got a lady who has, yo, I'm not working. And when we get married, you need to find us a this much square footage house. Hey, you got to deal with that. So I believe if that arrangement's already there, hey, you got to stand on it. And if you can't do what she is, she's looking for, all you can do is blame yourself. But hey, a big dog got it. I ain't mad at him. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Mind your damn business. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know for me, man, I'm going to always act my wage. And, uh, you know, you know everybody else, man, I'll do whatever y'all want to. You said financially, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, financially. Yeah, man, I'm going to act my wage, man, you know, and do me and my partner gonna do what's best for for us though. You know everybody <laughs> else, man. Hey, man, y'all got it like that. Hey, you said go for it. Hey, yeah, shoot but, <laughs> Now, now, granted. Now, on the other hand of that, if if big dog doing that and he falls short, then I hope his bride can stand in in the in the gap because I think that'd be the other part. Because when we choose our spouses, we gotta understand they're not gonna be Superman or Superwoman all the time. Right. You know what I mean. So it's like it may be that month where, hey, big dog may not be able to catch the mortgage. So you as the wife, you may think, hey, he said he was going to do this for us. But, hey, if you were the bride you said you was going to be, you have to help him time to time. Because to me, I feel it's the other hand. If I'm dropping the whole mortgage when I come home, I don't want to see nothing on the floor. Ron needs to know what hey, Ron likes pasta and steak. So <laughs> if, I'm make, if I'm making enough money to where I'm hitting the mortgage every I'm expecting pasta and steak probably the majority of those weeks. That's that's with the exception that she don't work either and, like, not putting in anything else. Right. You know what I mean? Because right, yeah. it has to go both ways. So, and and just, and I think it's us humans, as humans, even though it's not necessarily everybody's character, when you feel you're pulling the most weight financially, you're going to feel that there's more things that you're okay to have leverage to do. You know what I mean? So, yeah. There's the other side of it too. So me as the man, I'm paying all this mortgage. It's like, hey, if the kids need this, this, and this, you know, I got it. You need to go handle it. You know what I mean? So, who? And I apologize if that sounds mad barbaric and archaic in some ways. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, I I agree with that though. But um, who um, the house whose name is it in? See, see, that's that's a tricky like, thing, right that, there. That right there, like if you, I feel like <laughs> I ain't gonna lie and. I mean, hey, it is what it is, but if I had, if I'm like buying a house, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I bought this house. You feel me? Mm. Like, and that ain't even trying to hold that over nobody's head, but that's just to me the reality of it. Like, you can't. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not mature enough, but I'm just looking at it as you can't come in here saying, "Oh yeah." This my like you know what I'm saying. This my house, like you know what I'm saying, or some shit like that. Like trying to, you know how people will be. They'll go to somewhere. I'm like, oh yeah, we bought this house. And like, no, (laughs) 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 no, we didn't. (laughs) But when it comes to like 
like the name and stuff. Like I, I, I'm cool with that because I I know some people, you know, when they when they trying to work on credit or, or or build something, it's cool for like one of y'all to okay, look at here, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the name the house in my name. Bam. Then a couple of years later, we can do the same thing, and then you can start right. a whole little. That, but that's on uh, some financial, uh, you know, growth type shit. That's yeah. different. But if you're just talking buy, then yeah, I don't. Whatever, yeah. What what you, what you say, Ron? Big dog. If big dog can do hey, it. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey! You got it, big dog. Yeah, you like, got it. <laughs> I just know wait way my bank account set up, man. I need some help. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but like I say, it's a, it's 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 a partnership though. Where I'm where where I'm at, you know, we we if we yeah. we're a straight partnership. If, if it needs to be done, we don't be like, yeah, I'm a you know, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. It's just like, I this needs to be done, so we just gonna do it. Right. We don't even it don't even be no conversation. It's just okay, yeah, somebody for to do it. Mm-hmm. Teamwork. Yeah, exactly. Teamwork makes the dream work. Oh man, say that again, and and it's like like my um my thirteenth wedding anniversary was last weekend. Congratulations, and, uh, congratulations! Hey, I pre I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And one thing I always tell people about marriage is uh it's the perfect masterpiece that's always under construction. Yeah. Because when you get married, everybody no one thinks that when they're gonna get married something's gonna go bad. But at the same time, marriage is work because who you of course, you, you always hope that the person you met stays in context, but we all get older. Life happens. So with that, what may have appeased your wife or spouse at one point may not be the same later. Then careers, that can definitely change a person as well. So you always got to have that understanding and even that, you know, teamwork makes the dream work. How can I help my spouse during this time, especially like the, the it's never going to be 50-50, 80-20, 70-30. Let one of the parents die. Then right there, it could be 90-10. You know what I mean? So you always just have to have that level of understanding. It's teamwork because even when you come into a marriage, what you thought it was going to be, it could change, you know, 10 years later. And just throwing it out there, like think about people who have dealt with infidelity but stay together during marriage. They found a way to make it work. But, of course, no one expects or hopes to be cheated on. But if you want to make your marriage consistently to work, you'll fight through it. And I'm not telling, saying that's what everybody needs to do, but there's always different cases, you know, for different people with different situations because every marriage is different. Right. And that's why I always just try to mind my damn business. <laughs> At the end of the day. <laughs> mind my damn business. Yeah. Ron, what you think about? I was like, hey. I can tell you what runs in my household, but what go in my household may not fly at all at your household. And I never try to, you know, lead somebody, you know, down. Ron, you told me this. Mm-mm. I gave you an option what you can do. I never <laughs> told you to do that. Right, right. <laughs> that, 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 I didn't make you do anything. At, at all. I posed to you an option, but, hey, my bride is not your bride. So, you, hey, you do your game, you know, your, your, your scouting and your game reports. You've been with her long enough. You should know what it is. You know exactly. What it is. Yeah, Ron, I got a book for you to check out, man. Tell me about it. It's called uh, "My Grandmother's Hands." Oh, oh, message me. Okay, when we get off, all right. Yeah, shoot me that one. I got shoot you. Me that one. I got you. Cause, cause I do need a new book. Like I just finished uh, not too long ago, uh, the autobiography of Malcolm X. Me too. I, well, I, last I was, year. I, yeah, yeah. I, 
I in in the one I, the version I got, it was narrated by Lawrence Fishburne. So yeah. it was like listening to a movie. It was over, so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And like I am looking for, you know, an, another book to check out. Another one I checked out. I don't know. If, are y'all familiar with John Thompson? No, I'm mm-hmm. not. Okay, so John Thompson, he was the head basketball coach. Oh yeah, yeah, at, yeah. Uh, Georgetown. Yeah, yes. I know who you're talking so, about. Yeah, so he has a memoir that I thought is real good because, of course, he's a basketball coach, but he talks about a lot of different things, especially in regards to, like, you know, being a black man in white spaces and especially being looked at as a leader, you know, and especially, you know, uh, and and not trying to go off, like, even, like, black folks and Catholicism and the different parts of religion, but no, most definitely, um, I'm always definitely looking for, for another book to look and read whether it be fiction or non-fiction so yeah shoot me that yeah i got you man we were just talking about yeah. that uh when you said uh we was talking about the marriage and stuff that book popped in my head yeah so mm. yeah i'm gonna shoot you that book man hmm. yeah hey man i got one more question i got, I got one more question for y'all all right mm-hmm. so what defines Success. Mm. That's a good question. Um, to me, I feel what decide what defines success is um what brings you the most peace. And um, I'll just use myself for an example, right? So I never thought I was even gonna go to college. And the fact that I've been able to go to college, I've been able to work hard to work at a station that's so coveted that people want to come work at in a top market is can be looked at as success from my standpoint especially from where i'm at you know but then on the other end i can't knock someone for saying me coming home being the best father the best husband and i work a nine to five at mcdonald's that's success for them especially if that's how they define it and that's bringing you peace of mind especially for you know your emotional health because when we start chasing success, that's not the success we actually want. We're draining ourselves in regards to what we could be putting energy to that could get us closer. So, you know, just bringing it back around. I feel success is whatever is bringing you peace of mind because it's not always what you see. Like social media, social media is nothing but a highlight reel, you know, at the end of the day. I can I can tell you just how many things I've probably had to do over and over again before I just put that on social media. So social media, that's definitely warped how we look at success versus what is our heart and what works in between our ears. Mm. Yeah, I like that. That was deep. Yeah. I appreciate it. I, I didn't want to sound crazy, so I'm glad y'all thought that one was deep. Because <laughs> that, that, that is how I really feel, so I'm glad someone else understand what I'm saying. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say it's, it's whatever brings you joy, whatever uh, – Jay Z said this quote one time. He's like, "What, uh, what you leave a house for?" Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's like that. What makes what what makes you get up and do whatever you do? You know what I'm saying? And Ron, you brought up social media, and that is a a, a problem. And I was like this too, man. I I seen so 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 many things growing up. You know, whether it be you know, Jay-Z or Lil Wayne, I, I I wanted to have, that's what I thought was success. You know what I'm saying? And and the problem with that in social media, man, we try to fill in people blanks. Like, like, like what you said is the highlight reel. We try to fill in those blanks. Like, we don't know 
what this person did. Like we we see Steph, Steph Curry making all these three pointers, but we don't know all this that he had to go through. You know what right. I'm saying? And, right. And and that's the things that I have to go through every day, man. Is like I wouldn't trade it for the world. You know what I'm saying? I, I and I feel like I don't have all the money in the world, but that 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 feeling is is my success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that. I definitely feel that. Yeah, I think yeah, success is just. Yeah, I mean, we all saying the same thing. It's just what makes you happy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you limit your own success, like, by um, looking at somebody else's success. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, looking at social yes. media and seeing, like, that success. Mm-hmm. So now you're thinking, oh, because I'm not living like that, mm-hmm. I'm not successful. Like, right. Nah, and it's never I'm not successful, bro. It's just, you know. Do whatever is making you happy, like you being successful. And with failures, I feel like it's kind of in reverse of the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Failure is like when you just people feel like if you're not successful, you're a failure. And it's like it ain't it ain't necessarily the same thing. Like you can lead up to success just because something didn't happen. And the reason I bring this up is uh I was watching the uh the Bucks in the Heat, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Right, yeah. That, that Giannis uh, interview, I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying, post-game interview or whatever. And yeah. I was like, I, I agree with him, you know what I'm saying? Like, when they asked him about that, like, it made you think, to me, it made me think, like, damn, like, what is success? You know what I'm saying? And what yeah. is really failure? Like, I look at failure like the stock market. You know what I'm saying? You know how you, you, you know, when you, when you invest your money in something? Mm-hmm. It's 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 only you only lose the money when you take it out. You know what I'm saying? So you only fail when you quit. Yeah, when you stop. Yeah, when you stop. That's the only time you fail. But don't get me wrong, like you now, I'm not saying if you've been rapping for forty years and you ain't popped off or did or, or reached no goal, then you might need to quit. You might need to stop. Mm. <laughs> that's I mean, a different. That's that's different. Yeah, that that's a part of staying in your lane. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think yeah. that, at that point, like you yeah. don't know, you didn't stay in your lane, right? Like, yeah. Now, as far as life go, you know, what I'm saying, don't quit. Yeah, yeah. And with and with failure, I think like when you look at the black and white of it, like if all three of us had a race and I came in third place, yeah, I failed. I didn't win the race. But then when you look at it from just the dynamic of life, I feel failure is when. Because, of course, failure is looked at as a loss. And what does the loss start with? An L. So if I don't take a lesson from that that loss or failure, I believe that's when it becomes a real failure. Especially if I'm doing the same thing that I know I shouldn't have done. You get what I'm saying? Right, right. Because one thing that I really take into, and I don't look at it just as part of my career, but my life. You can look at someone who's quote-unquote failed, but I'll always give credence and respect to someone who took that chance or opportunity even though they didn't get the, you know, expected, you know, result they wanted to, because there is still that journey. There is still that process. They still work to where they're trying to go. Now, granted, there needs to be, you know, things do have to become fruitful because keeping it 100, you know, a long time ago, I decided to stay in the DFW and I didn't go back to my little hometown in Colleen, Texas. 
Now, granted, if it didn't work out for me, I might have had to go back to Colleen, Texas, and that could have been looked at as a failure. But I said, I'm going to make it in the DFW. You know what I mean? So it's, I think it's definitely about being goal-based, and it's also about, you know, learning and being better. But, you know, failure definitely is one of those things where it's almost fluid, too, because if we're all have burger chains or no, I'm gonna put it to you like this. And this is the best way. Everybody knows Dr. Pepper, right? Right. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you're not going to sit here and tell me Dr. Thunder don't, don't ain't living well. You get what I'm saying? Cause yeah. you know, Dr. Thunder too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, hey, and even though Dr. Pepper might be driving the newest model, Dr. Thunder might have the model three, four years ago, but that don't mean he doing bad. And I ain't going to call Dr. Thunder a failure. Right. You know what I mean? And I think people at the same time, you have to manage your expectations with that because sometimes we can put standards that are too high on ourselves and it can leave a level of unreal, like unrealistic thought processes versus you appreciating what you actually have accomplished and you work on what you've done so you could be better the next time around. Hey, hey Mr. Pib ain't no slack, uh, slouch either. Hey, what, mm -hmm. talk. And <laughs> RC Sodas. No, I'm talking about hey, they all the hey, same, Dr. Right. Pepper. Yeah. Hey, shout out, shout out Mountain Lightning. Someone's picking yeah. up some Mountain Lightning this summer for the barbecue. Hey, hey. Mr. Mountain Lightning, he's, he's probably got a nice house somewhere. It may not be a castle, but he ain't doing bad. <laughs> yeah, that's they served that in the hospitals. It, what? Do you hear me? That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's all about it's all about perspective, you know. It's all about perspective, <clears throat> and not someone else's, your own. Yeah. Right, right. True, true. Man, I like that. Yeah, yeah, I do like that. I'm I'm motivated. I feel pretty motivated today too. I feel like I we all motivated. Yeah, I feel real motivated right now, man. I guess uh, Ron, what's uh? What you got going on in this in this near future, man? So this is what I got going on in the near future. I got an event I'm trying to put together. I'm I'm waiting on one one more thing to confirm, then I can kind of have the rollout. Got an event that I'm trying to put together for some of these young people, and of course uh, I'm gonna be hosting some of the football camps this summer. But uh, one thing I'm definitely trying to work on. Um, I'm gonna have my back to school supplies drive again. I just confirmed that last year was uh, the first time I did it. You know, I have to give a big shout out to my wife for that because she definitely held me down and trying to help him help me make an idea and a, something I've been wanting to do for the community come to fruition. So I definitely confirmed that. Um, I'm, I'm not in necessarily Fort Worth this year, but I'm be at all intents again because I know Fort Worth people. They're not coming to Dallas for nothing, but they'll come to Arlington. Yeah, so, hey, yeah. I'm, I'm going to have my school supplies giveaway at all intents again. Big shout out to Coach Joe and uh, the Arlington for, and uh, everybody at all intents again. And I'm going to have my other one in Dallas County. I'm going to be at Pinkston in West Dallas for another school supplies giveaway, you know, because, um, you know, I feel like it, while I'm here, I'm going to try to give back as much as I can. And, uh, you know, I have some of the resources to do so. So that's something I want to do. And, of course, uh, hey, Dallas Cowboys, they just wrapped up their draft. So mini camp, I'll be there soon. You know, hey, I'm, I'm going to be moving and grooving. I'll try to sit down for too long, you know. It, it'll be a lot going on. I like that, man. If if somebody want to reach out to you, maybe uh, donate to, to something you're doing or, or you know, even want to help a volunteer, how can they reach yeah. you? You can hit me up at Ron Murray Jr., uh, my name is my name on the Twitter, on the Instagram at R O N M U R R A Y J R. Definitely open to uh, 
you know, donations and things of that nature, even, you know, tax write-offs, you know, contact me. And of course, along with that, I do the K104 Beast of the Week. That's where we're selecting student athletes each week to, you know, show them some love. This weekend, it was the regional uh, track finals. So always looking to support student athletes. Football season, not too far around. So going to have that rolling out again. But I definitely just try to be in the community. Of course, it's sports-based, but you know, hey, I'm your friendly neighborhood radio guy, man. So I ain't hard to find. I'm easy to access. I think I'm an easy person to approach too, despite what some people say. So, you know, I ain't hard to find. Just say, when y'all see me, act like you know what it is, man. (laughs) Hey, man, if you have something going, man, that, that, that y'all need some help, man, I'm, I'm willing to volunteer my services, man. I can, you know, whatever it may be. I appreciate that. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. We can do that for sure. No, I, I definitely appreciate that. And I'll just be this transparent. Like, I, I definitely want to do more for work and everything. And I appreciate, you know, a lot of the, you know, schools that I have linked up and done stuff with, you know, big shout out to, you know, Fort Worth Northside, big shout out to Polly, you know, Dunbar, Eastern Hills and everything. Because I think Fort Worth be feeling they be getting left out sometimes. But it's like, nah, we here. You know what I mean? Fort Worth is different. I got love for the funk, though. It's just different, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. No, it, it, it's – I feel what people say about Fort Worth, but we just need more people in Fort Worth to start doing something. We just can't wait for right. a person like Ron Murray to come on to be the savior for Fort Worth, Arlington, and Dallas. You know right, what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. We, we, we need to follow your lead now. Oh, yeah. And, and to me, I look at it as a whole complete thing. And, I, and I'm hating to, to, you know, veer off the conversation because I think when people look to give back, they look at it as a competition. They're like, well, I'm going to give more than them, which can be cool in some places. But, hey, how about just try to look to give in a way that you feel that you know that you did it without looking for that pat on the back? You know what I mean? Right. Like you can leave knowing that you helped someone versus a make sure you have your social media going hey i'm gonna go viral and it's kind of like no like you know it's yo be cool but those guys i feel like they fall on the wayside anyway when when time goes on you can always tell who's the boots on the ground versus just the show and go if that makes sense nah right and those are the people i can't respect you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you, you, you give a homeless person something but you got a, your camera on right i can't respect that you taping them at one of the worst moments of their life. Exactly. And it's and, and here's a sandwich or, or, or twenty dollars. Like I was watching one video and, and it's like the, the man gave the homeless man something that he thought the homeless man could sell. Come on, man, you shouldn't have gave that homeless man that. He's about to go change it. He's about to go give that away for whatever he needs versus giving him something that could help him. Right. If that makes sense. Right, right. You know, it's like every everything don't don't need to go viral. Like I'm I'm appreciative of the fact of, and, and this may sound, you know, a, a bit advantageous, but I feel comfortable about it. I think I've done enough to where, like, I'll get my wings when it's time to go see the king. You feel what I'm saying? Even, like, the stuff I, I don't talk about. And that's really the way we should work. Yeah. You know, we should, like, like, yeah, I'm having a school supply giveaway, but that doesn't mean I'm not helping or looking to do stuff for other people, you know, in other ways. And I think we all should do that because when you lead with your heart, you'll never be disappointed. But when you hear those people like, oh, I'm having this giveaway and nobody came and they do this, you probably should have never did it to begin with because mm-hmm. there's definitely people to do things. Like, I'll just give a prime example. You know, at one point, you know, uh, you know, everybody doesn't go to certain places. So when I had my school supply giveaway, everybody didn't necessarily come to the school. But we walked over into the projects and told people we had school supplies. That's that's going to the next yeah. point. 
You get what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. While some people are just looking for the show part of it versus if you're really looking to give to the community, go get into the community. And I promise you, it's not as dangerous as everybody try to paint it to be. Not saying it won't happen to you, yeah. but it's not as bad as, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for the most part, like, I, people people respect stuff like this, man. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Don't be... I don't want people out here like, yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going to be like Ron and go to the projects. <laughs> Come on, bro. Yeah. Your auntie probably live in the projects yeah. right now. Yeah, it, it, my it, my aunt live in the projects. So, like, of course, it, it's like we, hey, and with that, knowing people's story, because we see social media and it's like, oh, he's doing this, this, and this. You don't know this person's story. Exactly. All mm-hmm. you see is what you're seeing and what's in the palm of your hand. Yeah. So it could be like, oh, Ron Murray done went to Dallas Baptist. Ron Murray done went to Paul Quinn. He got these degrees. He worked at the radio station. You don't know that I did terrible on standardized tests pretty much all through my life. But I know that when I get in places, I'm able to, you know, like standardized tests. And that, that's a whole nother conversation for another day. But I know that when I get in certain places, I'm able to excel. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like we've all had our own trials and tribulations. They all just look different. You know, whether you're in the hood, the suburbs, the country, and really the country and the hood is really a fine line. It's almost the same place. Yeah. You know, if you think about it. Yeah. It really is. Dang. Uh-huh. I never thought of it like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, one of my homeboys, he drove me through Oak Cliff thinking he was going to scare me. I was like, this looks like Alabama where my dad was raised, man. I was like, <laughs> Like I've I've watched first forty eight. I'm okay, man. Like I'm not I'm not scared of people like that. But that just going to communication of and getting to know people as well, though. Yeah, I hate when people like that too. Like I so, hate whenever like. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you got to be careful right here. Like, true, yeah. true, 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 like, true. You do, but if I'm not like a person like Takashi Six Nine, if I'm not putting out that energy. Then I'm not really exactly. expecting like, that energy, right? <laughs> exactly. Then yep. like this is not this is nothing new. You know what I'm saying? Like it's certain. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, like like, like that one story. Hey. <laughs> In Indiana. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that that was wild. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, man. But even right to right, like it's some hoods right now. Or, or, or stores and stuff in, in certain hoods. Now I don't go to, yeah, because you know history. Not not that I've done anything and then you know it's just you, you know just, just know it, about this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and mama ain't raised no fool, but right. but as a forty two year old black man today, man, the energy I give off is not hostile. I'm I'm a, I'm a nice guy, very nice guy. I don't know about that, but I mean, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I I hear I hear what you're saying though. Yeah. But yeah, nah, man. You know, I feel like this been a great ass conversation. We had like a lot of good pieces. You know what I'm saying that we were talking about that was really informative to me. Like I feel informed and like you said, enlightened. I feel motivated. And motivated too, yeah. Hey, and I, and I appreciate y'all having me back on. Most definitely, I just hope I wasn't too long winded, man. It was definitely a great conversation. Now, nah, the, nah. the the people actually uh, like it, man. You know what I'm saying? When, when I appreciate the, that. The, I, hey, I don't take stuff like that lightly. Like when I be going to these places, 
And it's like, like I said, I got so much respect for the DFW. Yeah. Like, no matter where it is. Because, of course, Dallas-Fort Worth have their thing. But I can say, like, I haven't had. Like, of course, people will be jerks. But I can't say I have, I've had <laughs> issues like that. Especially when you go where you're supposed to go in. And, and you, re, you respect the soil wherever you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I definitely always I make like sure that. to do that wherever. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's crazy how people have try to be fools. It's like, why are you trying to be a tough guy at the 7-on-7 seven event, man? Like relax. <laughs> seven on seven like, event. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 all these kids are under ten years old. Coach Thug, go sit down, man. <laughs> like, like we Thug. get it, man. Yeah, cause, hey, and that's another. My bad. That's another conversation for another day too. <laughs> yeah, because you almost, <laughs> almost said something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, another, nah. and that's another conversation for another day because we can we can go in on that one for sure. Oh, yeah, man. Some well, some of these guys, they hey. That's the teacher. They don't need to be around these kids, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. We most definitely going to have to do this again, Ron. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Heck, yeah, man. Hey, I, like, I appreciate y'all again. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. But we're going to go ahead and get up out of here. This has been another episode of Respect It or Check It. I've been your host, TJ. And as I was, I got my brother, Red. And I holla. My man, Ron Murray. Hey, appreciate y'all. Hit me up at Ron Murray Jr. K104 Sports. DD in the morning. Maybe in the afternoon, Cat, if you turn on K104, you done heard me. I promise. I guarantee you. Hit me <laughs> yeah. up, y'all. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'll see y'all later. Peace and blessings, y'all.